Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. It is the JR Sport Brief Show, CBS Sports Radio. Thank you to everybody listening all over North America. It's halftime of the show. You can consider this the third quarter. And I'm coming for the blowout. Just like the Denver Nuggets. They just finished the third quarter, and the Denver Nuggets are beating Phoenix 100-75. to type of crap is this they got a bunch of guys on the floor well i know some of them but they're giving the main guys a rest anyway these nba games man sometimes they're they're hit or they're miss and then sometimes they look like the national championship game from this past monday night just absolute destruction anyway i'm being joined here by super producer and host dave shepherd i'm glad i'm thrilled to be coming to you Live from Atlanta, Georgia. Shout out to all my folks here in Georgia. Nice to be home for once. I feel like I'm never home. And, uh, hey, Dave. Yes, sir. You're in New York, right? I am. Good for you. Congratulations. Look, if you want to talk to us, it's simple. We got a <laughs> phone number here, 855-212-4CBS. It's 855-212-4CBS. Uh, you can find me on the Internet. Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, at uh, JR Sport Brief. If you want to keep up with uh, any of my escapades, uh, if I decide to post them. And in any way, if you want to talk to us, I gave you the number, 855-212-4CBS. Hey, hey Shep, you are the good shepherd underscore on Twitter, correct? Uh, I am. That would be correct, sir. Is there someone who has the name The Bad Shepherd? Well, The Good Shepherd is a play on words, obviously. It's, it's a movie. Uh, Matt Damon starred in it, a great actor, um, and so it was just me trying to make a connection to something that's in you know popular culture. No, I I'm, I understand that. <laughs> Got it. I was just trying to understand if there was anyone who had the name The Bad Shepherd. Well, I'd like to think that, uh, like yourself, like you just had that call of, you know, Brown knows you for about five minutes in that phone call. Um, I like to think that I bring good to the table as well. I think this is a conversation in sports that should be more positive than negative. It more should be about uniting people than it is about trying to hammer home on somebody and trying to bury somebody. So I go with the good shepherd as opposed to the bad shepherd. I'm not talking about you. Oh. 
But speaking in general, oh. you know, does anybody have the bad shepherd? No, I mean, I think I know of, and and if they do, it doesn't make any sense. Why would anyone want to be a bad shepherd? Oh, I, I think that's cool. I think that'd be cool. Really? Yeah, I'll be the bad. You be the good shepherd. I'll be the bad one. Well, okay. I, you know, you know, it's interesting, what? and I'm I'm curious if you talk about this on Thursday or Friday. Okay. We got a bad, you know what? And I don't mean this in a complimentary a way. Bad mother, shut your mouth. Yeah, but okay. And when I think of bad, uh-huh. I think of Vince McMahon. Oh crap! Right, I, I, and so I'm not going to say it. I'm curious what your take is, and obviously his daughter resigning. I'm curious if you uh, hit on that on Thursday and Friday. Well, we heard it was only uh, you know, we mentioned it for like two minutes right. last night. Right, it's only a rumor. Like he can't, he cannot sell the company to Saudi Arabia, right? You can't do that. He, see, the thing is, I don't put anything past that clown. <laughs> you can't do that. He can, but he can't. Right. What a clown move that would be. <laughs> yeah. He would be he'd be like a whole ass to his whole family. Like this guy is how old is he? He's seventy seven? He's he's gotta be close to eighty. Yeah. Yeah, he's he's he ain't gonna be around for right. you know, maybe he'll live, but I mean wasn't he on steroids? You know, I've, i I never uh yeah, guys with silver spoons in their mouth, you know, from birth. They 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 have interesting ways, you know that yeah. that owner, uh, you know of of your favorite team. He's got interesting ways too. Silver spoon in his mouth. His dad being Charles. You know what I'm talking about. So not you surprised. About James Jim Dolan. Yeah, you damn right I am. Oh man, I hate the Knicks, man. Well, they get on my nerves. Well, he 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 makes Vince McMahon. Um, no, sorry, Vince McMahon makes James Dolan look like you know uh, Mr. Rooney. Well, James Dolan, he doesn't have uh, – we didn't hear anything about him paying like $15 million in hush money, right? We didn't hear about uh, that. No, we haven't. We, he's, he's, no, we haven't heard about that. He's done some other things. Charles Oakley would attest to him being the worst person yeah. in the world. But he's not – you know, he, listen, he's not, he's, not anyone, he, he's not anyone good. Let's put well, it that way. Yeah, he, he likes to utilize uh, press releases. Uh, I mean, yeah, what a cry. What a big-ass crybaby. Yeah, and try to photo op himself between Larry Johnson and Latrell Sprewell as if players all of a sudden like his ass. Was that well? They 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 like the money and the checks that he writes. They do I mean, like that. They do. Yeah, we got some. Uh, we got people who run around with power who just. Yeah, Dana White had his uh, his first press conference today, and he's just like, "Well, what's my punishment? Going away for a month? Like, what what's going to happen? Everybody's going to suffer." And the fact is, it's it's true, and that's why he's not being punished because he's too valuable to the company. He's too valuable to the bottom line. I still believe, and I don't know what he said to any of his fighters privately, if anything. I hope he did, uh, because we know if it was the roles reversed, that there there would be a punishment. Dana White said his punishment is being the guy who has to live with this for the rest of his life uh, in the court of public opinion. Um, It's nothing new. People get into positions of power, and they abuse it, whether it's Vince McMahon, unfortunately, whether it is Dana White, uh, did we just mention another uh, ass hat? Did, did we just mention another one? Did I miss somebody? Well, the the, the, the owner in New York, that being James. Dolan. Oh, oh, Dolan. Yeah. Oh, come on. You heard about the lady who tried to go to Madison? Well, she tried to go to Radio City Music Hall with her kids, and the security guys told her that you're not allowed here because your company is suing Madison Square Garden, which also owns Radio City. Did you hear about that? No, I didn't. Facial recognition technology that they used at Radio City Music Hall where this woman could not go into Radio City because her face was scanned 
her company, the law firm that she works for, was suing, is in litigation with Madison Square Garden. And so her kids were welcome in, but she was not. She had to wait outside. So, uh, wait a minute. So, so if so, the, the kids uh, they're unsupervised essentially. No, I believe they some other family member or something. It oh, was a group. Okay. But so, this this woman right, right was not allowed in. That's horrible. For something That's that horrible. because yeah. her company her company right is involved in litigation, and so there's a no entry list, and she was on it. Like, who's doing this crap? You got to be a – I got to relax. Because the last time somebody did this, everybody got mad. Well, no. It's but just, it was it's for just New called, York Radio. It's just, it's, it's just called being insecure is what it is. It, 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 the, the, the root of this, JR, as you know, is for somewhere along the lines, James Dolan understood internally that everything he has in life is because of his father. And so now he's going to try to make a statement in every which way he can. And if that includes singling out a mother of young children in order to prove a point, he has no problem looking petty as long as he looks like the person in charge and in power. And it's a shame. And it it took hiring an assistant coach in order to finally get a franchise point guard to New York, by the way. And you know I'm talking about with Jalen Brunson and his father, Rick. His his dad. Yeah. Yeah. Took, it's, to, yeah. uh, you know, it's 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 bully syndrome. You know, when you feel a certain way about yourself, you try to control it. It's actually uh, it's actually pretty sad. And and he's going through his own personal issues through life, uh, I believe, with alcoholism and substance abuse. And that's a good thing that he's out of it. Uh, but how he interacts with the public is just uh, it's terrible. I've never seen anyone with so much power and influence, walk around with such uh, gigantic uh, bunny ears. And so whether you are Charles Oakley or whether you happen to be a mother going to a venue that he owns, uh, you're going to get kicked in the ass about it. It's just uh, it's just petty. And uh, I don't know. He, he needs to come and live in the real world. I get it. He's a billionaire and uh, he's running stuff because of his dad. He's building a Madison Square Garden 2 in the desert in Las Vegas, and he don't got a care in the world. Uh, but maybe if he really understood how a lot of his fans and people who spend their hard-earned money live, maybe he wouldn't be such an asshat. But I think that goes to a lot of people who run around with power, money, and influence. They don't know what it really feels like or means to be, quote-unquote, the everyman. It's the JR Sport Brief Show here with you on CBS Sports Radio what I do every single Wednesday night into Thursday morning is deliver to you a new top six list. And we just talked about a few asshats. You got Vince McMahon. You got Jim Dolan. You got uh, Dana White. But I actually want to show love to a few of these individuals. I don't know what they do when they go home. I don't know what they do in their personal lives. But I do know at this point in time, right now at the beginning of 2023, they're very accomplished. They're head coaches. Head coaches typically get hired to be fired. They don't always get the credit that they deserve, but they certainly always get the blame. And so I'm not going to look at one sport in particular, but you might see a theme here. I'm going to give you a top six list of coaches in the world of sports right now who deserve so much love for what they have done, what they have accomplished, and where they are going. Coaches don't get love, but they need some too. Let's hit the fancy music. 
to get JR's latest top six list only on the JR Sport Brief. It's the JR Sport Brief show here with you on CBS Sports Radio. I'm giving you a top six list of coaches in the world of sports right now who deserve a lot of love, a lot of credit for what they've accomplished and what they're getting ready to do. This is no legacy list. You're not going to hear about no old ass coach who's been doing it for a long time unless they're doing it right the hell now how about we start off with this number right here number six he just won a national championship he just went back to back last year he just signed a 10-year 112 million dollar deal and he just picked up another million dollars for winning the national title his name is kirby smart this man would get beat from pillar to post against Alabama. He's been the head coach since 2016. He finally slayed the Dragon. He finally won a championship last year against Michigan, and we all saw what happened 65-7 to against TCU. And now Kirby Smart is going to try to win three in a row. He actually used to be the defensive coordinator at Alabama, and so someone who knows how good Kirby Smart is is Nick Saban. And even last year, after losing to the man, finally Nick Saban had high praise. You know, I love Kirby. Uh, I think Kirby has a lot of respect for us. Uh, he did a great job for us for a long time. Uh, if we had to lose a national championship, I'd rather lose one to one of the former assistants who um, sort of did a great job for us and um, has done a great job with his program and his team. And uh, if any te- team deserves, um, they deserve it. They played great all year. Uh, we were the only team to beat them in the SEC championship game. Um, and, um, you know, we just couldn't finish the game tonight like we wanted to. So, um, but, you know, I think Kirby has um, done a really, really good job there. I congratulate him on the win. I'm really proud of him, um, and I'm proud of the way he's been able to coach his team and the consistency that they've played with all year. No, big time. I don't know if Kirby Smart is going to win three in a row. But, man, he's done a bang-up job in in helping to take the Bulldogs to a level that they haven't been since 1980 when they actually won a championship prior to going back-to-back. Let's move on from number six. Who's another coach that deserves some love? What's the next number? Number five. This man has never had a losing season in the NFL as a head coach. This man has, like, the 20th highest winning percentage ever in the NFL. Nobody active right now has more victories than him besides Bill Belichick and Andy Reid. He just finished his 16th season. He doesn't know what it feels like to lose. As a matter of fact, he finished on a four-game winning streak with a rookie QB. His name is Mike Tomlin. His players love him. They want to run through a wall for him. He is the boss. And you know what I appreciate about him? He ain't afraid to be a coach. I love this quote. I love this comment that he made last year to Ryan Clark, one of his former teammates. He spoke to him on the pivot. Mike Tomlin talks about why he loves coaching and why he can't stand those who run away from it. I love coaches <laughs> that resist the responsibility of coaches, that talk negatively about a dude that can't learn and bub up. Man, if everybody could learn, we need less coaches. Yeah, that's right. right? If, if the group didn't need management, 
then we wouldn't make as much. I love reading draft evals and, and, and somebody's talking about anything other than pedigree. Talking about how poor somebody's hand usage is. Well, that's coaching. Mm. I don't run away from coaching. I run to coaching. Love it. it all is in line with that not seeking comfort. Because when you're a coach that's talking about somebody can't learn, you're seeking comfort because your teaching is struggling. Oh, ouch. I wish he would have thrown some names out there, but you got to give credit to Mike Tomlin. Nine and eight. Uh, I thought this was a complete rebuild of a season. I thought the Steelers were going to hit the toilet. Uh, not at all. They stayed alive. They didn't just stay alive. They improved as, as the season went on. Uh, they didn't go to the playoffs, but they finished with a nine and eight record. There's going to be an expectation for them to go back to the postseason next year. I got Mike Tomlin at number five. When we talk about head coaches in sports right now who need love, what number is this? Number four. We got to go all the way to Jacksonville, Florida. This is like night and day. You go from Urban Meyer, complete disaster, to a Super Bowl winning head coach who just won one a few years ago who actually played quarterback in the NFL in Doug Peterson. And the Jacksonville Jaguars are back in the playoffs for the first time since their last appearance with Blake Bortles at QB in the AFC Championship game. Trevor Lawrence, the light has flipped on. The light has switched on. And he doesn't look like someone who's completely lost. He looks like someone who's ready to live up to all the potential he showed when he was in Georgia in high school, when he was at Clemson in college, and now he's living up to the hype over his last, what, month and a half, 14 touchdowns to two interceptions. And you can thank Doug Peterson for helping to set this situation up. Trevor Lawrence spoke to Sirius XM NFL Radio a few months ago, and he talked about how important Doug Peterson has been to the team. It's been great. I think just the way he communicates, um, typically, I mean, everybody's a little bit different, but quarterbacks think similarly, I'd say, for the most part. So just the way he runs things, um, especially offensively, you know, the way he communicates with our room, with the whole offense, um, and just him understanding, having been in our shoes, he understands kind of what we're going through day in and day out. And just the way he talks to us, you know, I think quarterback is a different position. You know, other positions in football, um, a lot more hard-nosed, intense, you know, bringing all the energy. A quarterback, you got to be poised, composed, got to keep your head on straight, all those things. I think he does a really good job of staying level-headed, and I think he knows how to address the room, really everybody, but especially the quarterback group. And he seemed rather even, and he got an undeserved boot out of Philadelphia, not because he sucked, but because of – of, of management and so now Doug Peterson is making waves the Jags are back in the playoffs nine and eight they're gonna host a playoff game against the Chargers on Saturday night and Doug Peterson he is definitely a coach who deserves a whole lot of love in the world of sports right now I got Doug Peterson at number four let's keep on going down the list number three at number three Oh, boy, does this man deserve to be on the list. He's about to get fired. He might as well have been on a long list of head coaches who have come through and wore Hawaii blue or whatever the hell they call it and got fired. But he's still here. His name is Dan Campbell. 
Yeah. The Lions didn't go to the playoffs, but they completely turned their season around after multiple uh, games where it looked like they were going to win, but then they didn't. They started off 1-6. and six. They were one victory away from going to the playoffs. They went from 3-13, and 13, winning three games one season, to the next year going on and winning nine. They still got some work to do on the defense, although with, with Hutchison, they've certainly added a, a, a hard piece up front. Ben Johnson, the offensive coordinator, is getting calls. Their offense was crap the season before. This year, they lit it up. You can thank Jared Goff for not turning the ball over and being one of the best QBs this entire season. And so Dan Campbell, I mean, this has been a growth process. He was never afraid to call out Jared Goff even last year, and it paid off. Listen to this. I will say this. I feel like he needs to step up more than he has. And I think he I think he needs to help us, you know, just like everybody else. And uh, I think he, he's got he's going to need to put a little bit of weight on his shoulders here, and it's time to step up, make some throws, and do some things. And uh, But he needs help. He needs help. You know, and look, I told him out there, he knows this, but some of that stuff, we're getting these holding calls. Well, it's because he's drifting back in the pocket 10 yards deep. That's not fair to those guys either. And if you hang on to the ball, so it's like I told you, this is a collective effort now. Everything goes hand in hand. Yeah, Dan Campbell, we know he used to play in the NFL. I don't know if his body would hold up. No, it wouldn't. But he still looks like he could play in the NFL. And if he can't play in the NFL, we know that Dan Campbell would probably still snap you in half if necessary. And so someone with that much heart and desire, I mean, he will go from cussing you out to crying in two seconds. He's a football coach. And Dan Campbell, he deserves credit for what he's done so far with the Lions. And I don't think this is a sham. I think the Lions will continue to improve over the next several seasons. And so Dan Campbell... I have him at number three here on my list of head coaches who deserve some love. It's the JR Sport Brief Show here with you on CBS Sports Radio. If you can count, you know we have two more left. And what I'm going to do is share number two and number one on the other side of the break. Who are the other two coaches who deserve a lot of love? You know what? I'll give you a hint. They coach in the same area, representing, I guess, the same city. Think about it. I'll tell you number two and number one when we come back. It's the JR Sport Brief Show, CBS Sports Radio. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. I truly want to call you the EF Hutton of the Sports Radio. You're just so good to your fans. You're the most knowledgeable man I've ever heard in a long, long, long time. You don't put other teams down. You're just smooth and cool. And I just had to call up and tell you that. And it's a real privilege and an honor to listen to your show. I just can't thank you enough for being who you are and the way you approach your job you're listening to the jr sport brief call in now at 855-212-4cbs 
It's the JR Sport Brief Show on CBS Sports Radio. I'm in the process of giving you or sharing with you a new top six list. Tonight we're taking a look of taking a look at some of the the best coaches in sports right now uh, who deserve some love, who deserve some credit, who deserve a little bit of shine. Because in the world of coaching, you're here today and you are gone tomorrow. And sometimes you may not always deserve it. And so let me give you a quick recap before I get to number one. At number six, I gave you Kirby Smart. At number five, I gave you Mike Tomlin. At number four, I gave you Doug Peterson, already helped clean up that mess created by Urban Meyer. At number three, I gave you Dan Campbell. And that's where we stopped. And so this time around, I have two more names for you. I have number two, and then I have numero uno. And I told you that these two individuals represent the same region and pretty much also the same city. And so Dan Campbell is number three. And what about this number? Number two. Man, you want to talk about walking around with a mop. This man got a job, wasn't the first choice for the job, and he really helped turn things around. His name is Jacques Vaughn of the Brooklyn Nets. Steve Nash gets fired. Jacques Vaughn is supposed to just hold down the fort for the the meantime until the the Brooklyn Nets can go to Boston and and bring in Ime Udoka out of the dirty cobwebs he's been hanging out in. And the NBA is like, well, slow down. You can't bring that guy down. That guy steals other people's wives, allegedly. And so Jacques Vaughn keeps the job. And so what does he do with it? All of December, heading into the beginning of this year, the Brooklyn Nets had the best record in the NBA from November 1st when he took over. The Brooklyn Nets were on a 61-game winning pace. And then we know Kevin Durant just went down, unfortunately. And so you can say this is a culmination of many things. Kyrie Irving actually playing basketball. Kevin Durant being healthy and continuing to play at a ridiculously efficient but still MVP level. Kevin Durant as a basketball player, by the way, still makes no sense. Jacques Vaughn is number two on the list. There was a point in time where Kyrie Irving said of Steve Nash, who needs a coach? We can all coach. I can coach one day, and Durant can coach one day, and Steve Nash could coach one day. But just a few days ago, Kyrie Irving, who is going to be a free agent, he wants his money. He had high praise for Jacques Vaughn. He gives you an ease. You know, when you come into the locker room, nothing's forced. Uh, you know, he's not too high or too low. He, he's just uh, holding himself to a high standard um, and exemplifying, uh, you know, what a leader should look like. Uh, you know, so as our head coach, as our leader, I, I think I've been able to learn some things from him, and, and that's just being able to have relationships with everybody and being able to get the best out of everybody. And, um, you know, that's been the lesson for me, I felt like, this year, is just learning how to get the best out of everybody instead of, um, you know, trying to do it all yourself or, or trying to overthink the game. You know, when you've got good pieces in that locker room, good coaching staff, I mean, it's the, the level of play should raise and it should get easier. Oh, well, damn. I guess he didn't feel this way about Steve Nash now, did he? Man, Steve Nash could be a Hall of Fame MVP caliber player, but uh, Kyrie Irving's like, no, nah, I like Jacques Vaughn. Anyway, I got Jacques Vaughn here at number two. 
I told you that two and one basically represent the same area, the same region, because they specifically don't represent the same city. Jacques Vaughn representing the Brooklyn Nets of New York City. And then this next guy, well, what's the number, Shep? Number one. This next guy represents a region because the team that he coaches plays in New Jersey, represents New York, but they're not the New York City Giants. They're the New York Giants. And the number one coach I have here on the list who deserves a lot of love is Brian Dayball. This man had to coach a New York Giants team going into the season with a broken-down Saquon Barkley looking to prove to the world that he still has something left and play for a contract. And then his starting quarterback was someone who people looked at as, I don't know, maybe we're going to cut him, in Daniel Jones. Both of these dudes have basically single-handedly carried the New York Giants offense. Brian Dable was the offensive coordinator for the Buffalo Bills. Joe Shane comes over. He hires Brian Dayball. And they scare the living hell out of you throughout the course of the season. If you thought the Lions were scaring you and how close some of their games were, this is what the New York Giants have specialized in. But after running out multiple clowns at the head coaching position, whether it's Pat Shermer or Ben McAdoo or, or Joe Judge, who is now, I guess, cleaning the shoes for Belichick, Brian Dayball, he reminds me of, of Bill Parcells in demeanor. He's cussing guys out and giving them a piece of his mind. He was yelling at Daniel Jones this year. And now Saquon is going to get a new contract, likely. Daniel Jones is likely going to get a new contract. And Brian Dable has pulled all this together. And the best wide receiver on the New York Giants was nobody you can ever name. And the defense was pretty damn good as well. Brian Dayball. This is why he had success. This is why they're going to the playoffs since, what, 2016 with that stupid Odell Beckham Jr. boat crap. Brian Dayball says, listen, when I play football, every game matters. And Brian Dayball doesn't mince words. He gets right to the damn point. Obviously, there's only six games this weekend, so we all understand that. But... Um, it's a privilege to be in the playoffs, to have an opportunity to compete. And our consistency with what we do and our process and our preparation, that's the most important. Yeah, he gets right to the point. Rookie head coach, rookie general manager, quarterback getting ready to be discarded, running back getting ready to be discarded, mistakes on the roster getting ready to be waxed over. They came in and had success with part of David Gettleman's roster. And Brian Dable, I got to give him credit. Win, lose, or draw, they're in the playoffs. The rookie coach. It's the JR Sport Brief Show here with you on CBS Sports Radio. The phone lines are open. That's 855-212-4CBS. That's 855-212-4CBS. Let's talk about coaches right now this minute. Don't tell me about Saban. Don't tell me about Belichick. Don't tell me about Popovich. Tell me a head coach right now in the world of sports who deserves credit 
for the job they're doing right now. 855-212-4CBS. I'm going to get to your calls on the other side of the break. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. JR, I'm a first-time caller, long-time listener. I love your freaking show, man. I listen every night. I make my 14-year-old listen to your show, and he's an addict too. Keep doing what you're doing. I'm out. Call in now at 855-212-4CBS. Oh yeah, we we here for the families. It's a family show. It is. It's a family show. It's the JR Sport Brief Show on CBS Sports Radio, 855-212-4CBS. I just gave you a new top six list. We talked about some coaches just across the world of sports right now who deserve tons and tons of credit. You know, coaching ain't easy. They get paid a lot of money, but they will get hired to be fired. Uh, When it's time for a team to be reset, it's always easier to get rid of a coach and give them the boot than to actually show them some love or move on from the player. So I'm showing the coaches some love tonight. Let me give you this top six list if you missed it. If you want the full explanations, it's very simple. You can hit rewind on the free Odyssey app, A-U-D-A-C-Y. At number six, I gave you someone who just won a championship. His name is Kirby Smart. At number five, I gave you Mike Tomlin. At number four, I gave you Doug Peterson. At number three, I gave you Dan Campbell. At number two, I gave you Jacques Vaughn. This man inherited a mess where nobody wanted to be on the team, and they've been one of the best over the past two months. They have been the best team over the past two months, likely not to maintain that way or maintain that status with Kevin Durant out. And then number one, I gave you a man who is a rookie head coach, expected to just be decimated this season and start over with a blank slate in somehow, some way, they get into the playoffs. He's a no-nonsense coach. He is not a joke. He's not a caricature. His name is Brian Dayball. I had him at number one. There are many other coaches who deserve a lot of love, a lot of attention for what they've done this season, and now it's time to do so, especially as we just crowned a national champion in college football. And as we are moving forward towards the NFL playoffs, if you can't call, you can tweet me at Brief. Let's talk to Felix. He's calling from Alabama. You're on CBS Sports Radio. What head coach deserves a lot of love? You know what? A, a, a lot of love, and a lot of people are probably going to disagree with this, but I'm going to go with Ron Rivera uh, because of what he's been through uh, with, uh, uh, with the Carolina. He, he's been to the Super Bowl, you know, and then they let him go. He's been through cancer. He fought that. And then his mom passed, and he was able to come to the Washington football team his first year, you know, take him to the playoffs. You know, and, and we all know Washington ain't been nothing since 1992, you know, but he brought a little stability to him. Now, think about that, Jr. What well, man uh, could just uh, go to a team and automatically gain respect? Well, I'll put it to you this way, Felix, and thank you for calling right. from Alabama. 
I think Ron Rivera deserves a lifetime achievement award for all of the crap he's had to deal with being the head coach of the Washington Commanders. That's what they are now, the Commanders. He deserves it. Dan Snyder is the owner. Ron Rivera has had to stand there. I feel through just about every travesty and tragedy over the past two years since he got the job, he's had to stand there and answer for everything I feel like in the organization. Ron Rivera is not only a head coach. Ron Rivera, unfortunately, has been forced into being a mop-up man. And damn it, hey, Chef, that's another asshat that we can put in there with uh, Vince McMahon, Dana White. Who who'd I forget? Who else I got? Jim James Dolan. And then Dan Snyder. I mean, this is yeah. – that should be next week's list, right? Top six uh, jackasses? <laughs> top, with top six jackasses? Oh, my God. Or, or silver spoons in their mouth. Although I think Dan Snyder is self-made in his defense. It don't matter. Got it. He, he needs to self-make his way out of damn uh, the DMV. He needs to leave. Does Mark Davis make this list? With the bow haircut? Yeah, yeah. the guy that pays – the oh, guy that overpays for haircuts, leave, yes. No. Some people can't help themselves. Got it. 855-212-4CBS. Let's get back to the love. 855-212-4CBS. Jim is calling from Georgia. Go ahead, Jim. Well, I'll get back to the love, but I got to throw the Spanos on that asshat list. Um, the Spanos family for ruining my chargers. Uh, I live in the Atlanta area. I listen to Atlanta radio, so I'm maybe a little biased, but I really think Arthur Smith has done a great job this year with the worst roster according to experts at the beginning of the season he managed to win seven games that has this team possibly looking up and, and and headed in the right direction and i think it's a great job after the fiasco of matt ryan the fiasco of um of the whole off season quarterbacks quitting on in the middle of the season just a horrible roster managed to win seven games and be relevant for a while there i think arthur smith can get a little bit of love and maybe he'll get more next year Oh, most certainly, Jim. Thank you for calling from Georgia. Thank you to everybody in Georgia listening on 92.9 The Game. I just want to know who the quarterback is going to be into the future. That's it. Is it going to be Ritter? He's going to get his chance. He's going to get his opportunity. He's not going anywhere. Uh, but we know that, yeah, the, the Falcons, Arthur Smith did a bang-up job with a crap roster. I looked at the roster and I go, everybody's hurt. How are they winning? When they did win, eight five five two one two four CBS. Dan is calling from Pittsburgh. Who needs some love, Dan? What's up? Hey, Jay, how you doing? This isn't uh, going to be so great, but you know, I'm from Pittsburgh, and the temperature in Pittsburgh is that the fans are tired of hearing about this winning season stuff from Mike Tomlin. Mike Tomlin says himself that you know the standard is the standard, and in Pittsburgh, the standard is winning Super Bowls. Period. Not a winning season. He hasn't had a playoff win in six years, hasn't been to the playoffs in a couple years, and they hold higher expectations for Coach Tallman, and a lot of his decisions are why we aren't in the playoffs. But these other guys, Campbell and Peterson, I agree with them. But as far as Pittsburgh goes, I don't know if Tallman should be on your list because we, we're used to winning, going to Super Bowls and winning them, and it's been a while. Yes, I've I've heard. One of the first things I heard last year when I got in an Uber in Pittsburgh was a conversation with the driver who wanted to get rid of Mike Tomlin. 
And the expectation can be to win Super Bowls, as it is for many highly esteemed organizations. It doesn't matter whether you are the Los Angeles Lakers or the New York Yankees or the Dallas Cowboys or the Pittsburgh Steelers or we can fill in the blanks. The aspirations, the Celtics, it can be to win a title every year. But the reality is it does not happen. Every team, regardless of whether you have great management, good or bad, you are going to go through your ups. You are going to go through your downs. And I know, I I don't need to be told, I certainly appreciate it, but I know there are a lot of people who are not happy with Mike Tomlin. They're not happy with some of his selections when it comes down to coordinators. They're not happy with some of the talent. But the reality is, and I, I mentioned this last night, You can't take away from the success and the stability of the franchise, which still allows them to be competitive into the future. You have to look at it not just from black and yellow colored glasses. If you look at the entire NFL, you tell me a better scenario or situation you'd rather be in. The Steelers are literally, literally in a rebuild. For the past several years, you talk about six, they have been in a transition and they tried to squeeze everything that they could out of Ben Roethlisberger as they transitioned away from him and as he got hurt in the process. And here they have a rookie quarterback who started off the season turning the ball over, who actually improved as the year went on. And they finish with a winning record. And, yeah, nobody wants to hear it, but they're still in a stable place to continue to get better. I would think there are tons, tons, tons of NFL franchises who would love to be in that position and not think about, oh, my God, when are we ever going to get better? I hear you, JR, and I, I do appreciate it. And here's what I will say. I've never been more excited about looking forward to next year's Steelers. And it, it's because of Tomlin, too, but it's well, players as well. Well, sometimes people people just get spoiled, Dan. I mean, I hear this, so I'll put it to you this way. What you said about fans wanting more and what happened isn't good enough, the only times I really hear that from sports fans, they're fans of the Lakers, they're fans of the Yankees, they're fans of the Steelers. It's because there is an expectation to win. But you know what? Winning ain't there for everybody every single year. It's not. It's like people, oh, fire Brian Cashman. Fire him. Fire him. Like, oh, the Yankees win 95 every year. But no, they don't win the World Series. It's because of him. You wouldn't even get to the playoffs every year if it wasn't for him. Damn. It's the JR Sport Brief Show here with you on CBS Sports Radio. We're talking about coaches who deserve love. 855-212-4CBS. That's 855-212-4CBS. Call up and show your coach some love. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on What's in Your Podcast queue. 
And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.